This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, this looks kind of bad. Straight from the verge, it says Netflix stock plunges as the company misses growth forecast. Investors aren't pleased. All right, Verge, speak for yourself. I'm a Netflix investor. Let's go ahead and see how not pleased I am. Let me go ahead and zoom in on this. We'll go through the news together. This doesn't sound good, though. The stock is plunging. Netflix investors have been worried about the company, uh, that the company isn't adding subscribers fast enough. And today they started to panic. Netflix investors are in a full-on panic. This sounds really bad. After Netflix reported lower-than-projected subscriber additions for the final quarter of 2021. Great. They missed on subscriber additions. They, they must have missed by a lot. I'm just assuming by this article they missed by a few million. It sounds pretty bad. The stock plummeted nearly 20%. 20%? This has got to be one of the worst sell-offs in Netflix's entire history. 20% after hours in one day? It's not like the stock recently had a huge run. It's down 20% already before this sell-off from its all-time high. So investors have sold off another 20% after hours. They say the plunge was the lowest the stock had dropped since June of 2020. Okay, that doesn't sound good at all. Last quarter, Netflix had forecasted that it would report 220.06 million subscribers. So that was Netflix's crazy prediction. Obviously, Netflix dropped the ball here. They probably didn't get anywhere close to this number. Um, Million paid subscriptions by the end of last year. Instead, the company reported Thursday that it ended the fourth quarter with 221.84. Wait a minute. So this big miss with their subscribers is from 222.06 to 221.84. So they missed their big subscriber prediction by less than a tenth of a percent. That is their big miss. That can't be why investors are concerned. Not because they added 8.3 million subscribers in the past 90 days. A lot of new subscribers in all around the world, in the US and across the seas. But let's go ahead and continue on and see what really got to Netflix. Uh, It's a small difference, but investors have been worried about Netflix. Okay, already one of the biggest streaming companies out there being able to find new ways to keep growing. And by Netflix's own estimates, subscriber growth is going to be low next quarter as well. The company estimates that it will add 2.5 million subscribers in the first quarter of 2022, down from 4 million during the same period last year. Oh man, that sounds awful. You're telling me a company that just gained 8.3 million new net additions is only going to add another 2.5 million next quarter instead of the 4 million that they added last year of the same quarter, meaning they won't have the exact same growth year over year in subscribers when they have different content slates, different releases of, of content in different times. That is horrible. This sounds really bad for Netflix. Now that all said, plenty of people are still coming to and paying for Netflix. Revenue grew 16% year over year. Didn't people just sell out of this company by 20%? So far, they missed their overall subscriber numbers by one-tenth of a percent. They're almost perfectly accurate with it on the, the whole number there. They, 
They grew by 8.3 million subscribers last quarter, and they grew their revenue by 16% year over year. This is a company that that people are running to the exits from. Investors are fleeing like it's a burning building, right? And I'm stuck here like the captain of the Titanic going down with the ship. This is the big bad company that's happening with. They say, and paid membership rose 9% year over year. So revenue is growing, paid membership is growing. But, and this must be the big caveat here, while Netflix is still growing, it's doing so incrementally. So it's not growing quite as fast. Both subscribers and revenue growth have been pain points for anxious investors, particularly in the U.S., the company's biggest market. While retention engagement remain healthy, acquisition growth has not yet reaccelerated to pre-COVID levels, the company said. We think this may be due to several factors, including ongoing COVID overhang and macroeconomic hardship in several parts of the world, like Latin America. So maybe this is just a cop-out from Netflix, blaming the COVID overhang. But it is ironic that uh, Spotify would use the exact same cop-out as well. They said that according to their data, places that still have issues with COVID and their economies are still affected, they're seeing more struggles with engagement and growth there as uh, comparable to other parts of the world. Now, The Verge goes on. They say somewhat curiously, Netflix had very little to say about its recent price hike in the US. Instead, it pointed to recent play something feature as one example of the way the company adds value for its users. Ahead of its call, the company also appeared to preemptively waft away any investors' concerns about its increased competition during the last two years. They say, quote, while this added competition may be affecting our marginal growth some, we continue to grow in every country and region in which these new streaming alternatives have launched. So Netflix there, they did actually admit right here in their earnings report that competition is having an effect, which of course it is to some extent, but they also acknowledge that they're still growing in every single country and region that they operate. They grew subscribers in the US, they grew in Canada, they grew in Latin America, they grew mostly in the Pacific Asia area. So they're growing all around the world, everywhere, even where there's competition. Now they say this reinforces our view that the greatest opportunity in entertainment is the transition from linear to streaming, and with that still under 10% of total TV screen time in the U.S. So streaming still represents less than 10% of screen time in the U.S. And overseas, across the world, the opportunity is virtually limitless. There's over a billion households that have internet connection that don't yet have Netflix. So the opportunity remains pretty large. They say perhaps Netflix's biggest concern should be its growth and signups are slowing even during a quarter in which Netflix premiered two of its most viewed films ever, Red Notice and Don't Look Up. To keep investors' nerves calm, Netflix will need to start accounting for its sluggish growth or at least spin up some creative ways to justify it moving forward. Okay, so that all makes sense. That Verge article really covered it. That's the reason that investors are fleeing out of Netflix because of all this bad news in the last quarterly report. Um, Just to summarize, this big 20% sell-off today, 20% after hours, which is a substantial sell-off, is caused by a couple different things. Let's summarize what's going on with the company. First of all, it has 221.8 million subscribers. It grew its subscribers all across the globe. It grew them in the US last quarter, it grew them in Latin America, it grew them in Asia Pacific, and it grew them in Europe. Every corner of the earth likes Netflix and they're growing subscribers everywhere. That's the first thing. That's the first part of the report. The second is that they beat their earnings per share 
I mean, they just crushed their earnings per share guidance, but nobody cares about that. Their revenue grew 16% year over year, which is very strong growth of a company this size. Their operating income grew by 35% year over year. They note in their earnings report that engagement remained very strong and the company's free cash flow positive. From this year, they're projecting to be free cash flow positive and every year in the future, meaning that unlike many of those other streaming services that are getting loans and debt and they're, they're trying to raise capital to pay for all their content, Netflix can self-fund from here indefinitely. They can continue to self-fund at this level. That is a summary of this bad earnings report. 16% earnings growth, beating earnings per share, free cash flow positive, 8.3 million net addition ads last quarter, and they're projecting 2.5 million this quarter. And they say the reason why it's a little bit less this quarter than the rest of the year is because their content slate is more heavily weighted towards the end of the year. So in my opinion, when I look at the fact that Netflix is still continuing to grow everywhere in the world, their average revenue per user is going up, their revenue is growing, their operating margins growing, their free cash flow continues to be positive and growing in the future. Um, And overall, the engagement of the company remains strong. They have the most subscribers with the highest average revenue per user than any streaming service. I don't see much to be concerned about here. And I think that this reaction from the market is a substantial overreaction. Even when I look at their earnings report, it goes on explaining why they have lower projections for this quarter. They say that the content slate is a little bit lighter this quarter and it's more heavily weighted towards next quarter. So they are expecting this. That's what they're forecasting. They also mentioned that they're winning more Emmys. They're winning more Oscars than any other streaming service. Netflix has the dominant lead in streaming. Even after this quarter, they continue with the dominant lead. No other company has as many subscribers. None of them have anywhere as close the same average revenue per user. They're not even close. And none of them have the same international strategy as Netflix. So when I look at this sell-off, I think it's a big overreaction. That's my opinion on it. But again, I could be wrong. I'm invested in Netflix. I like the company. This hasn't changed my mind. The only thing that's changed from this is the price of the company, and I will be accumulating a bigger position in it. So as the sell-off goes through and we see the shares decline in value, I'm going to continue picking up as many shares as I can, because as far as I'm concerned, the story of this company and the future of it has not materially changed, at least in this earnings report. I see almost nothing to be materially concerned about. So that's my thoughts on this earnings report, the honest thoughts on it. Aside from the sell-off, I feel very happy as a shareholder of this company. I feel like the company is stronger today. The only thing that's really changed, in my opinion, is the price. So I'm going to be buying more of it. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. If you want a portfolio update, I'll be giving one later this week. So subscribe to the channel. I'll have more content out in the future.